Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Hi, everybody. We're here today with Tara Needham of Stampede of Love in Raleigh, North Carolina. And Tara, thanks for talking with us today. I'm so excited about Kiwi being a movie star. So let's just start with that. Tell me all about it. Okay. Um, I was actually approached uh, in 2018. Can you believe that? That's been so long now. I know. Um, I know, right? Where does the time go? But, yeah, I was approached um, by a casting company and a small motion picture company in Salisbury, North Carolina. Um, They were looking for a small miniature horse to use in a film that is based around the use of uh, miniature horses and animal-assisted therapy. And he is plays a little character in the movie, and he actually plays the lead role of Reggie. And they called me, and at first I thought, okay, am I being promised? What is this about? You know, but um, they're, they're, <laughs> it was 100% legit. Um, they had reached out to me because uh, some other miniature horse owner had recommended us. And uh, they had a small little uh, casting call where we went out and we met them. And uh, Jack Beliveau, the the film producer, writer, creator, star of the picture, um, actually selected Kiwi, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun to do, but Kiwi is Kiwi, uh, never a dull moment, <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> it was something else, but uh, he was selected, and he had a good time, and we're really excited to share how special a little therapy horse can be to someone in need, dealing around mental health issues. Well, they sure came to the right place without a doubt. Now, was this shot in North Carolina? It was all shot in North Carolina, mostly in Salisbury. Um, We did shoot some in Lexington, and we had a scene actually to complete the film out here at Hudson's Hardware in Clayton. Okay. So where and all can people see this movie? This movie, um, right now, we have actually gone on a small tour with the film. Um, we did show it in Raleigh a few weeks ago. It is going to Chicago, I believe, on September 22nd. Um, after that, there are some options where it will be streaming. We just don't have any kind of uh, definite dates or anything about that yet that we can share. Um, so hopefully sometime next year, everybody will get an opportunity to see it. And you'll share that on your personal page? Yes, I will. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you got into horses in the first place. Oh, I was born a horse nut, 100% certifiable in a city in California. So it it took a long time for people to actually believe that I was going to have horses and I was not going to grow out of them. Um, No one in my family besides myself has horses. I always thought, oh, isn't that cute? She'll just grow right on out of that. Don't worry about it. (laughs) You're right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, not in this lifetime. But um, so, yeah, it was a a little interesting, you know, because I used to just, I was in California, Southern California. Horses were not a very common thing because I lived in the city. So I never gave up on it, though. And um, I got a little small Morgan quarter horse cross horse gelding. This was my first horse when I graduated the ninth grade um so and i just moved forward from there and i've played with just about every breed and and type imaginable under the sun 
Well, what led you to do do therapy with your minis? Um, you know, I had always seen that done when it first started many years ago, and when I set out to actually obtain my first miniature horse, which is Leo, um, that was the whole point of me selecting him, was I was going to go out and I was going to get a miniature horse, and I was going to train and use that horse for therapy, just because I had seen how that is starting to become quite uh, a special thing. I mean, because a lot of the times when you, you think of animal therapy with horses, it's, it's, it's riding, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's the large horses, and people have to go to them. And, and I was really getting to the idea, well, you know, with dogs and everything, they can take them to these patients or individuals, um, especially in, in urban areas where, you know, horses, they're not such a, a widely available or, or obtainable thing. So it was important that I was going to kind of focus on bringing the animal to the patient instead. And with a miniature horse, you can do that. They're so small. Right, and and it has quickly become a recognized therapy that people really enjoy. Um, And so Leo was your first therapy horse? Yes, Leo was my first miniature. I have had him, he is 19 years old, and I have had him since he was eight months old. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I purchased him from a breeder in Norco, California. Mm -hmm. And we actually started with him out there. Once he turned about two years old, we took him to a a special needs learning academy for very small children, preschool to to kindergarten, and we were hooked. We were absolutely hooked. The kids just, they, they just loved it to pieces. So ever since then, we've done Loma Linda Children's Hospital in California. We did all types of, we did the William Shatner Hollywood Charity Horse Show a couple of times. And uh, then we decided to relocate to North Carolina. So we brought him with us. And, of course, we have expanded since then. We've added four more. Right. So (laughs) we've got a full barn of them now. Tell us about the rest of your horses. Leo is a beautiful black and white, tiny little miniature paint boy that is the sweetest thing I ever met. He is, he is my, my heart horse. He is my little man. Um, he was, uh, he's had some health issues recently, but we've, we've battled through. He was actually a Briar horse many years ago. Um, he was a special run Briar horse that was in attendance for a, a special horse show out there in California. Um, and he's been doing therapy. He was retired a while back, but he did it for years. He did it for years. And then we actually have one of his babies which is Kiwi, right? believe it or not. I mean, you know, solid red out of a black and white sire and a, and a, and a black dam, and he is red. Right. So <laughs> genetics are weird, um, but uh, he's even smaller than his daddy. He's got his and daddy's personality. Oh, yeah. He, he's got his daddy's raging personality. <laughs> yep. He is a character and a handful. I mean, like when I told them when they cast him for that film, I said, you guys want the little one. You've got to know his personality is bigger than anything you've ever seen. So, you know, he's got his moments. He is not the quiet, shy horse. He is going to be out there and staring up everything. So that's just Kiwi. Hey, y'all. This is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition. 
from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers. Kiwi was a big star before this movie happened, and he didn't want you all to forget that. <laughs> uh, he, you know, he was born red for a reason. That's all I can say. <laughs> yep. Uh, for sure. He's been but, a, um, a favorite for a long time in all kinds of public appearances and parades and, and at oh. my events. I mean, you know, he's just a sweet, sweet baby. He, he gets out there. He's he's Mr. Personality Plus. He's going to attract attention because he is just a little, bitty little guy. Yep. But uh, we also have Lola. Yeah. Um, Lola is a... Depends on the time of the year. She's either a Palomino Pinto or she's white. Right. Um, she, Yeah, she's a very fair Palomino Pinto, but she has been doing therapy for quite some time as well. And she is actually one of the favorites for a super calm environment. She just brings, she knows. She knows what her job is. I mean, she will go right out there, sit there, put her head in their lap, and just let them rub on her for hours. Oh. Um, she's... Yeah, she's really special. She's also used a lot for um, children's photo shoots mm -hmm. as a unicorn. So she has been doing that for quite some time as well. Um, I was just I've, thinking, I've, I've seen a lot of pictures of Lola, but I don't think I've ever seen her except looking white. So I'll really? have to, yeah. Yeah. Because she's, you know, yeah, the, she's, as a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, her coat is either in, in the summertime. Literally three to four months a year, she's a pinto. Right. And then, and then when the winter comes, that all goes away. Her winter coat comes in, they're white. Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. <laughs> but minis are chameleons that way. So. Right. Their genetics are very hard to predict. You just kind of get what you get and be happy with it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're tough ones because they breed all over the color palette. So there's no real definitive answer on a lot of it. I mean, there was a 3% chance Kiwi would be red, and here we are. Right. Right. <laughs> so, that's very odd. So, but, um, we also have Taz. Mm-hmm. Um, Taz is a smoky black. Right. Um, little gelding. And he often pairs up with Lola on visits. I, I usually take my horses in teams of two um, to a lot of visits, just to kind of give them a little break mm -hmm. time to time, and then the, the companionship of another horse. It, it really does help kind of keep them calm and in a, in a familiarity kind of situation where they have a buddy-buddy system at home anyway. Right. Um, it, it's a lot easier on them, and uh, they, they seem to enjoy having the other horse with them. But uh, that's little Taz, and Taz has done a lot. He, he used to be quite the little show horse, but he's, he's since retired because I kind of tend to lean towards the therapy and fun, of, fun events as, as horse shows anymore yeah um i kind of grew out of that really you know right <laughs> I mean, horse shows are great for a while but then it's like i'm finding more comfort and happiness in the therapy part so yeah. um he he time to time goes to a horse show and plays around but he does love to drive and jump so that those are his two favorite things mm -hmm. and then we have the newest one which is little peaches um peaches came to us from texas couple years ago, and uh, she is a little smaller than Taz, but not much, but quite a, 
similar personality as Taz, but uh, she is also a very loving little horse. When we first got her, you could not do much with her. Um, she was kind of just a little pasture horse, uh, you know, kind of weaning off mama. She was just about a little under two, and, and they just they hadn't really handled her much, but she has turned into a real sweetheart as well. That's awesome. I know you, you've done amazing work in the therapy world and, and been to UNC and, and Duke and different hospitals. How do the patients respond to the horses? Oh, they wake right on up. They they are so excited to see something that, that kind of takes them away from the situation they're in, even if it's only for a few minutes or a brief moment. It just it, it really highlights their day. You know, you really can't describe it. You would have to really kind of go and watch the interactions because it's it's quite amazing. I mean, we're completely addicted to it. We, we absolutely love it. I mean, it's a lot of visits are very difficult to see, mm-hmm. um, but you know that while you're there, you're at least helping them kind of cope and understand that there are other things in the world besides what they're having to go through at that moment. Right. So, you know, if we can bring a smile, like I said, even if it's just for a few minutes, that's what we're going to do. Um, we've been to UNC Children's, uh, Duke University Children's Hospital, um, and a lot of nursing homes and other special events for the community over the years, and uh, we, we just adore it. Do you think the older people respond more to the horses or the kids? Definitely the children. I mean, I mean, the, and the elderly folks, they, they do love the horses mm-hmm. because it gets so excited, you know. And you know, I'm sure the elderly are as well, but in a different level. Right. You know, they obviously they're not going to jump up and down, but you can tell. You yeah. You can tell that they're very happy to see them. Right. Well, I, I can see where it would kind of be a different thing, too, because the kids are excited it's a horse, and the elderly people are excited it's something to love. So that makes sense. Yeah. Different yeah, enthusiasm. Yeah, definitely. So what have you got on your bucket list left after this movie? Okay. Um, well, the movie, hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to show that to the world next year. Um, mm-hmm. For the rest of the year, and COVID has kind of kept us at bay right. um, over the past year and a half. We have kind of steered away from a lot of visits because we just are trying to be safe. Um, we do have some public events coming up. Uh, the next one is going to be the following local event um, in Raleigh at Dorothea Dix Park mm-hmm. and that is I believe on October 16th but we're only going to be there for a couple of hours I think we're scheduling from 11 to 1 right um, for that particular event and it's a really neat event it's out there in the middle of Dorothea Dix Park and they've got food trucks and, and um, a free pumpkin patch and all sorts of things for the community to come out and see um, after that, of course, is going to be the Raleigh Christmas Parade. It wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> That's on November 20th, always the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and we do have a theme this year. Um, we're not going to share that yet, but okay. uh, they will be in costume for that. Um, aside from that, and a, a little beach visit, and uh, I think that's pretty much kind of it for this year. Hopefully next year we'll be able to get into some more things that are, you know, readily available that we're not too afraid for health concerns to, to be out there. Right. So we're just we're just giving the horses a little vacation and trust me, they're okay with that. They don't mind rolling in the dirt all day long. They're, they're good to go. I'm sure. 
Now, do you make the <laughs> costumes for them, or, or does somebody else do that? Um, I kind of design them, and then my mom, she's the one that uh, does the sewing. I'm not good at sewing at all, but she's the one that gets out and, and puts them all together once we figure out how we want them to look. Because their costumes are, are just adorable. <laughs> we, we're very ornate. We don't, we don't, we don't mess around. We just make sure we do it right. Yeah, for sure. And if folks out there listening are interested in seeing some of their costumes, you can go to Tara's page and look back at some of the posts and, and find them. But they're just precious. Thank you. Oh yeah, and I did forget we are doing the Duke for uh, the Jump for the Children event for Duke University. Yeah. Um, they have a family fun night. We're doing that on November 12th at the fairgrounds. Very good at the Hunt Forget about that one. At the Hunt <laughs> We haven't done that in a little while, so we're, I kind of forgot about that one. But yes, we are doing that as well. That is awesome. Well, anything else you want to tell our listeners? No, but if they ever have any questions or desire to get into animal assisted therapy, feel free to reach out to me and I'll share anything that I can help them with. Very good. And if people have an event and they'd like you guys to come, can they contact you for that as well? Yes, they can contact us through the Stampede of Love website or Facebook pages and then we can discuss uh, events. Okay. Stampedeoflove.com? Okay. Actually, org. And that is a nonprofit, correct? Yes, it is. We are a 501 c Very, very good. All right. Well, I will let you go. I appreciate you spending some time with me this afternoon. And, folks, again, if you're interested in finding out more about Tara and the ponies, go to stampedeoflove.org. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.